0: series which is now finally available to buy in the united states click on the banner on one of us order today and join in the fun now because delicious volume two yum 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 is coming really soon a perfect gift for your child or those of you who are forever young at heart one of us strongly recommends this one
1: Hey, Frank, you know what I'd say if you, me, Doggett, and Harmony were a couple of electrons, neutrons, and protons just hanging out on Thanksgiving? What? I'd say that we were a part of the Adams family. Oh, my
2: God. Wow. Okay. I'm so glad it took an hour to get this set up yeah, for exactly. just for that <laughs> joke, Bradley. <laughs> that was
3: Never mind. I don't want to move to Canada anymore. The wait. Wow. Okay.
2: <laughs> uh,
3: well, this
1: is Bradley Martin. So we're here to talk about a Netflix series called Wednesday. What's Wednesday? Who's Wednesday? You know who Wednesday is. Back from your childhood. Back from your parents' childhood. This daughter of Gomez and Morticia Adams has been kind of creeping everybody out, doing socially awkward things, really diving into the macabre, and honestly, making us feel like we belong in this world. This updated series, eight episodes on Netflix, creators Alfred Gu and Miles Millar, starring Jenna Ortega as Wednesday, is about Wednesday... Getting expelled from her public school and her parents shipping her off to where they went to school. Their old alma mater called Nevermore. Now, Nevermore is your typical fantasy high school with lots of crazy characters who are also crazy things like a werewolf, a a vampire, and something called a gorgon. And a siren. Oh, yes, and Sirens. Joyce Sunday, in fact, plays Bianca Barclay, a siren who is Queen Bee of the school until Wednesday arrives and affirms she is Queen Bee because she's just kind of amazing that way. <laughs> Gwendolyn Christie, hell yes, plays Principal Larissa Weems, and she's going to have to keep a close eye on Wednesday because Wednesday's trying to put herself in the middle of solving. A mystery of murder. So I'm not going to go on and on about this all by myself. No, sir. I have people with me to talk about this. Someone who I always introduce with a musical pun. Harmony is with us.
2: Hello. I think the it's lady, interesting Harmony. that Bianca's name is Sunday. <laughs> <And> she's <laughs> yeah, in right? Wednesday. Isn't I don't know. Cool? I just thought that was funny.
1: Joy Sunday starring in Wednesday. Yes. Oh, yeah. Also, we have Frank with us, who loves my dad jokes.
4: I do, but you know what I love even more, Bradley? I love the fact that you are now on Instagram, and that I'm <gasps> following you. What? And, and yes, he is. He is. Uh, yeah, can, I, I, I am. I can I see your Twitter. million children. Can I tell people your your yeah. handle? Yeah, yeah, yeah you can. It's Bradley of Martin, which I love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, love, yeah. I, love, I love that handle. It's his Twitter handle as well, and I've always loved that.
1: Also with us, someone who is so notorious that he would be the first accused if there was a murder at a haunted school. Doggett is with us. Alberto Guillermo Dolingo Doggett. (laughs) So we have a very big ensemble. Not very many Edimses in this film, because this this series, because this is all about Wednesday. But we do get to see... Uh, Morticia and Gomez, uh, played by, I believe it's Kath Rosetta Jones and Louisa Louise Guzman. Gumb- Louisa Guzman. Guzman. Thank you. Who are honestly uh, the best casted Adamses since the ones when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raul Julia and whoever played Morticia. i well, the black and white ones. Uh, Angelica, Angelica
2: Houston. Houston excuse Angelica you. Houston.
1: That was Angelica Houston. That was
2: Angelica Houston. Yeah.
4: Wow. Bradley is new wow, to Bradley wow, is Brad, wow, wow, Bradley wow, is wow. new to the world of cinema. He only he proposed Molder <laughs>
1: films. He's only- Angelica Houston yep. is beautiful. Yes. <laughs> Angelica Houston that's gonna be edited to make it seem like I knew that
2: now. <laughs> <laughs> What did
1: you all think of the we'll we'll get to the mystery. No spoilers, because I didn't think the mystery really mattered. No, I'm put that up front. <laughs> no spoilers to that though. But what did y'all think of the uh, fifth, sixth, seventh reinvention of the Adamzuses? Or Wednesday, the of this and arc- Wednesday,
4: Wednesday, yeah, this incarnation of Wednesday,
2: yeah. I love well, it. It is my third favorite version of Wednesday. Your third favorite version.
3: Oh yeah.
1: Who's your first and second?
3: Well, the first one has to go to the from the black and white car- uh, black and white show from like the sixties or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I actually really like uh, that Wednesday. Yeah, like their- and uh Christina Ritchie, obviously. Yeah. Is it a it's yep. a great Wednesday.
4: Yeah, Christina Ritchie was my because um, that came out in ninety one. Um, yeah when I was I was like nine when that when that movie came out and um I saw that movie like uh, on repeat in the theaters and the neighborhood uh, movie theater and I loved it. And I love the I love what Lisa Loring did in, in the sixties series. Um I think that those Wednesdays were were written really well. Um and the actresses were just pitch perfect for that, for, for for those for those versions of Wednesday Adams, and I think Jenna Ortega is is well cast and does really good as Wednesday. I don't think this Wednesday is written all that well. I think at times she's written almost as 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 like an android, yeah. <laughs> as opposed yeah <laughs> as opposed to someone who's just like naturally morose and um utterly sarcastic and and witty because Wednesday is a very witty character. Absolutely. It. But I think that they, at times, they just stiffen her so much uh, in this series. Um, not all the time, um, but it's made up for by Jenna Ortega, who is um, really is in command here. She's coming for you, Abbey Plaza.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I want a second. I think Jenna Ortega's comedic timing is perfect for Wednesday.
2: I think she's kind of autistic coded a little bit um is kind of how i i read her um but still jenna ortega was amazing in this like she's definitely worth watching that was uh i love this show so much and gwendolyn Christie, yeah, like she said that sh- this was her first role that she got to feel beautiful in and she looks fantastic in this this show like she's a million miles tall and statuesque and gorgeous and it's just it's, it looks yeah. so cool the whole show does yeah
3: get out of here a vampire from resident evil 8 <laughs> hello tall principal
2: yes tall yeah. principal all the way
1: well the whole cast looks kind of riverdale-ish in that everyone's very beautiful oh it's very beautiful
2: Well, it is riverdale
4: i was i will say that the um i found the show to be rather lazy uninspired and uh just borrowing with like a lot of different like there's nothing original here there's not a drop of originality to be found anywhere um, Did you watch that Winx
3: Club adaption that Netflix made a few years ago Oh what sorry They made a live action Winx Club on <laughs> Netflix and I and I and I could I, I could almost swear to god they used the exact same set Yeah I, <laughs> I could really,
4: I didn't I didn't see that Doggett, but Cuz that also I takes did, place in a school with magical really creatures I Yeah I don't think that uh Uh, there was anything here that we hadn't seen before you know this is tim burton he is the Mm -hmm. the creator and executive producer and the director for most of the episodes and uh i feel he he explored this better in um his version of miss peregrine's home for peculiar children than he did here um you know this gets lost in in a lot of the the sort of like teen the teen school sort of like which, which is not interesting to anybody at this point in the game uh really um all you've got really are just the performances here. And like we said, thank God we have such a dynamic uh, lead at the center. And we've got great set pieces, which Tim Burton is known for. we got that great Danny Elfman score. Yep. But there's there's not a lot here. I stopped caring about really? what was happening in this. There was nothing involve, involving here uh, apart from discovering who um, there's a big creature that's, you know, galloping about and there's like someone's controlling it um so there you got a couple of uh, culprits that you need to sort of identify um that that was interesting but in terms of the dynamics and the the conflict between the characters um listen i i'm a big spice girls fan and <laughs> i went ahead and ordered the spice girls lego set and i've been putting off uh, putting it together because i just I, I don't like putting together legos i just love the spice girls i want something to put together for me i put together all five spice girls during the course of this series oh and no occasionally looking up wow. when something caught my time eye, well spent she, it was even scary lost. spice she was the hardest to put together by the way <laughs> yeah i'd imagine there's, there's a lot of like there's a lot because she has the afro and a lot of like pieces that would go into there so that was the hardest there was not a lot here to catch your attention if you've seen riverdale if you've seen and i hate comparing things together like this. i really do i think everything especially should, comics everything, oh that's a reddit show too everything everything should well everything should should, should should stand on its own merit but when there is nothing original here largely nothing original here um even even casting choices are are so befuddlingly um off the mark Luis Guzman is a horrible Gomez.
0: Like, Whoa! What are you, I, what, I don't disagree. think so at all. What, what are you? Out of doing pocket? Here? Give me your brown card. Catherine Zeta Jones. <laughs> um, Catherine Zeta
4: Jones was just like, was like, are you? What you? What are you doing here? Honestly, like, and not only were the, their characters awkwardly inserted, but like the, the the they're just not good. I think it's more love for the characters than the actual actors playing them.
1: Well, I think they were awkwardly inserted given what's going on. Like, you could probably cut five episodes from this, and the mystery would make sense and come to a natural conclusion.
4: Absolutely. He's playing Luis Guzman. No, 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 no. No, Luis Guzman is playing Luis Guzman in waiting. He's not Gomez. He's not.
1: He he speaks
3: like a lovesick
2: not. poet. Not. Every
1: interpretation
3: of Gomez, every interpretation of the Adams family is different. Yeah, like yeah. every version of them is like, but no different actor, than the other ones. But no
4: actor was playing themselves. He is.
3: Oof. I don't. I've never seen Luis Guzman like this is soft-spoken it, it actually. Else?
1: No, I've I've never seen a performance of Luis Guzman where he expresses everything through like a passionate fire like Gomez Adams. Yeah, Yeah, usually usually he's trying to get
3: usually he's trying to get people to jerk him (laughs) off at a funeral. Oh my god.
1: (laughs) So let let's go on to some of these ancillary characters. Because this is a Netflix show yes. Because this is a Netflix show that's based at a school with teenagers. Obviously, the demographic is going to be teenagers. So we have Xavier Thorpe, played by Percy Hines-White, who thinks Wednesday is super hot. And we have Tyler Gappin, played by Hunter Doohan, who is a teen boy. So he thinks Wednesday Adams kind
3: of hot. Super hot. <laughs> Tell, me <you> didn't <laughs> have... Tell me you didn't confuse them, Bradley. Tell me you didn't confuse those two characters. Oh, once constantly. I, mean,
4: I um, think they don't look me. the Bradley, same. Bradley, the, uh, I, I, they I don't? Mean, I they don't. Probably, these, these are all just names to me. <laughs> They,
3: they have,
1: <laughs> the, you know how I, I was able to tell them apart because I'm like, okay, there's bangs, there's not so much bangs, right? There's
2: ponytail and then there's bangs. When they're like an artistic, he, which when one like, has the ponytail? When like an Xavier. Kid? Isn't there
4: like a, an okay an artistic Eugene
2: Otinger?
1: I think played you. by Musa Mustafa okay. is a happy-go-lucky beekeeper who produces his own honey on campus. And the, uh, I like Eugene.
4: The, when they're like when they're like a barista, he was hot.
1: That's, I, th- that's I think bar- the barista was Tyler. Xavier. Or, um, the barista
2: was see, Tyler? See, none of us know. What's the fucking name? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Two total, no, handsome what, white guys. Yeah. Christina, you
1: know, there's someone named Ajax who I didn't even realize was in the show at all until the sixth episode, <laughs> and he's like, we did it, gang. He solved the mystery. That's the, the, the Gorgon
2: king. kid.
3: Be- of oh, okay. them
4: Yeah.
3: Yeah. There was there was a moment when they all could, like Wait, he could walk into seconds. <laughs> the, the last episode in the last episode they all like got together to confront somebody? And all I thought was, who are all these characters? <laughs> <laughs> have they, have they been in the show? show the entire? Yeah. yeah. Like, you, they're, have you been like, here since day
1: one?
2: <laughs> I like, <you>? the <laughs> siren? They I, don't, don't even go to the school. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Between all the characters, uh, Bianca Barclay, played by Joy, and Jenna Ortega, played by Wednesday. And you know what? I also really liked Eugene's character arc as well, which is, I am also a student. Look at these. Bees. <laughs> and even though it wasn't huge, it was like, I like this kid. I wish this was a Wes Anderson movie so we could follow we this could kid around. follow the bee kid uh, around.
2: Can you also say
4: that uh, Christina Ricci is in here?
2: Yeah, Christina Ricci is in here. Yeah. Now
1: she's playing Marilyn Thornhill, who I want to say the is science a science
2: teacher. She's a herp pathologist
1: So before we get into our final thoughts, what do y'all think of the the creature feature aspects of this Ooh, the okay, monster? Okay,
3: so there is one thing I wanted to bring up. I it does look bad technically. But I actually like the 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 monsters. Like it looks like a it looks like a monster from Courage the Cowardly Dog. It does. Yeah. You're That's right. A great. Perfect. I perfect.
4: Think, I think the last episode is when we finally see something that actually feels like Tim Burton. And the last episode, it, 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 you know, as 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 shit and as nothing as any of these storylines or these characters were, uh, throughout, um, for. The last episode was actually watchable. It had uh, an energy about it that was completely lacking in in, in the first seven episodes <laughs> of the series. <laughs> and, and you know, uh, it actually it actually came together. I feel that that that, that Tim Burtonness come through, and I I loved the um the big scuffle between the creatures in in the end. The reveals, which are not really reveals. I mean, I was playing oh, sure. People, I was putting together Legos during this thing, and I and I knew who who was going to be at, at the behind these reveals. Um, there's nothing surprising here, but I think it, it it is pulled together in a very entertaining way in the finale.
3: And um, yeah, yeah. Oh, I had a question. What did everybody think about all the Adams having superpowers out of nowhere? It would be fine,
4: but the they it. went, they, they, they didn't really like do anything with anyone's powers. Even but Fester had power. powers.
2: Fester's always had electro, like being electric. Yeah. The mouth
1: and the light bulb yep. thing has been like, but also way like long. with
4: the kids, with the students, they were just like, oh, I can do this. See, and then they do it again. <laughs> I am glad nice. that the
1: the actor that played Fester that- wasn't doing an imitation of previous Fester. No, it, it's
2: he he was really close to the. Um, the sixties fester, I think.
4: Was that, was that Fred Armisen? I think
2: yes. So.
1: Let's carry that into our final thoughts. Uh, Harmony, you don't seem to be so negative on this. I'm part, not. I really enjoyed <laughs> this,
2: and I love Frank. And I'm just gonna leave it at that. Um, but <laughs> I, I, too, I yeah. was utterly charmed by this. Like this was, yeah, it's a high school drama, which has been played to death, and so okay, there's. That's fine. And the only really problem I had with the show is that there was kind of this De- uh, Deus Ex Machina moment at, in the finale that I thought was sloppy. But other than that, I really enjoyed this. I I watched it all in basically a sitting and a half. But I really hope that they make more of these. Like I was entertained. I enjoyed sitting here and watching it for hours and I think that it was beautiful, that the sets were amazing. There are some moments of cinematography where it's like, Oh, that's a cool scene. Like you did a good job. And I'm not like a film person, even though I do reviews, whatever. But, um, I think, uh, Jenna Ortega basically sold this. And if it had, if she hadn't been in it, I don't know if I would have, have felt as charmed by the show as I was. Um, I think it all kind of, comes back to her whether or not anything's original you know nothing is <laughs> as far as i'm concerned there's nothing original under the sun nothing at all
4: i don't agree with that you don't not agree with all. that okay we're gonna I have a fight at all. No. we're gonna have a
2: fight frank i love you <laughs> I love um you. <laughs> i <laughs> you know where i live <laughs> i'm not driving all the way over there no. i know you're not gonna go to round rock <laughs> i don't have time for that Is it perfect? No. (laughs) But I really enjoyed it. So I'm going to give it... I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10 stolen thrift store dresses.
1: Very nice. Uh, Frank, why don't you say your piece?
4: So, this was a piece of shit. I I love the Lady Harmony Mm -hmm. uh, to death. Um, But, yeah, I know that... If you got nothing that's unique, or not even original, but something to make it its own, um, there's no reason to stick with it. There, there just isn't the love of uh, of char- of characters. Um, you know, well-known characters is not enough. It wasn't enough for me. I, I, I stuck with this only because I had to. You know, I, I there was nothing pulling me here. Uh, none of the conflicts that any of the characters face were um, were pulling me in um, it's a shame I will say it's a step up from Dumbo <laughs> which is the last <laughs> time Tim Burton went behind the camera
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's a huge step up yeah, from it's, it's a huge iron. step yeah. up from
4: Dumbo Yeah, and I will say um, I love that, that this is Tim Burton's most diverse cast Um, Which is, you know, diversity in a Tim Burton film is not something that you see, it's not something that he's known for. I really love that he really was able to incorporate different looking, you know, not only people of color, but just different types of of, um, different looking actors. And they were able to fit into the Tim Burton world, and he really embraced that. And it's not something that he's been called out for in the past it's something that he's really sort of sidestepped and um, he really uh, embraced it this time around so um, on that strength alone and because of Jenna Ortega uh, being perfect I think we mentioned the, the dance sequence that she yes. does in the middle of a prom which was I love the cello really sequence great. too the cello sequence as well um, it does have scattered moments like that so I, I you know the there are some moments here. This is largely lacking, but when, you know, it, it when it gets a moment right, it really gets it right. So I'm going to give this um, six out of ten guys you wish were just better than they are, man. Because no. sometimes the, the guy who dreams just let you down.
3: Aw. <laughs>
2: <dying>. Mediocre men. <laughs> yes, well, mediocre
3: men. <laughs> I really... I really wish this wasn't set in a school. And I hope next season, if they're going to stick with a school, give me a different school. Get, make make it Wednesday in military school. Wednesday in cooking school. Wednesday in silent language school. It's just, there is a moment in the first episode where they're, they're walking to the campus and they're doing the obligatory. These are all the cliques in the school. And it's like, those are the werewolves, those are the vampires, those are the ghosts... And, I, and the entire time I was pulling my hair out like, oh, this bullshit. Why? Why are we doing this again? I just saw the Winx Club two years ago. That was too soon. And I was like on the verge of just putting on that animated uh, animated movie they released <laughs> recently. I, I don't hate it as much as Frank <laughs> because I, I don't think I hate anything as much as Frank hates things. But I, I, I try to find the joy in everything I'm watching and you know, I, I, I love Louise Guzman. That's a lot of searching in this one, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, her name is I, in the I, credits. I dig deep. I dig deep, Frank. And I, and I look for things I like. And I'm like, that, that monster design's cool. I, I wish we could see it more often. Or it'd be like, that line was funny. I wish the show was funnier in general. Actually, I wish the show took place more in the town. Whenever it's like not in the school, I actually enjoy yeah, it more. I
4: think you're right about that, Doc. I think when it goes out into, into the town, it has like a little like um yeah, it's like everyone's got everyone's got a secret sort of thing, right? Uh-huh. It's like teen teenage high school bullshit that got put.
3: It's that weird thing where you try to darkify everything, and when you try to darkify the Adams family, you're just kind of like putting like hot fudge on a brownie. It's like it already was something.
2: That's delicious. What are you talking about?
3: <laughs> I don't know. It's just too much chocolate sometimes. Hot no browning. I just <laughs> what kind of madness? No, it's just maybe maybe if this was six episodes, maybe I'd I'd like it more. You put hot fudge on a Sunday, doggett. Let's get that straight now. <laughs> I I I wish I saw we saw some more actresses more. I wish we saw uh, uh, Gwyneth Christie more. I, I, I would have liked liked to see more of her in this. There's just so many knocks against the show that it's it's so weird how it wins me over at the end. How the last episode starts with her torturing somebody's like, oh yeah, this is the Wednesday. This is the Wednesday I know. With all that, I would probably have to give this six out of 10 times that actor who was playing the thing must've been uncomfortable.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I enjoyed the performance of Wednesday a lot. You know, there's been Adam's family reinvention since I was a lad and seeing my own kids go from like a cartoon series to a cartoon movie, to a sequel, to a cartoon movie, to this series it's always the same every time we watch The uh, Adam's Family. And that's Wednesday's my favorite. I hope there's lots of Wednesday in this. So seeing them really enjoy that aspect of it was really cool. A um, little shocked the little ones weren't scared at all. Because I thought the creature was really cool looking. Mm-hmm. Anything that looks like Mad Marge from... <laughs> uh, that. Yeah, you guys from, know that. From yeah. That's like, awesome. No, no. From yeah, yeah. Like, That's a large, cool design. Large March. Large yeah, I love large that March. Large March. Large,
2: large March. Yeah, thank yeah. you, Frank. Yeah.
1: So very cool. Yeah. There's one scene in particular where I'm like, oh, warm my heart. Because Jenna Ortega is cool. She's confident. She speaks with absolute certainty. And like many characters point out, too much. She has no Fs that can be given. If you're looking for Fs, go somewhere else. (laughs) She's amazing. And she goes to the most dorky looking kid in this whole school and says, you and I are of a pair. We're the same. And I thought that was beautiful because every kid deserves to feel as confident as Wednesday, especially in the hectic settings of public school. Private
4: school, but okay. It's, 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 so, it's so great that she's wealthy. Private wealthy
1: school, private. On, yeah, she, close. She, she,
4: she doesn't know that she's confident. She just approaches everything with abandon, and that's like, yeah. like, that, That's the key. Ultimately, yeah.
1: Because there's nothing more honest than a corpse. <laughs> so for me, seven out of ten. Uncle Fester's who talk like this.
3: <laughs> well, you know the show's probably doing good because if it did it, they would have canceled it the day it premiered. Right?
2: <laughs> Netflix yeah, is know. Netflix ruthless. And Bradley, 18. Bradley, if I told
3: you if I told you once, I've told you a thousand times. The reason your kids don't get scared during horror movies is because they're not traumatized enough. <laughs> you got you you got to traumatize them so they can they can project their messed up emotions into the monsters they see in TV and movies. Well, no, the monster's not always bad.
2: No. Mm-mm.
3: But the person hunting the monster in that case is usually bad. Can we, Ooh, just, agree, can
2: we just agree that pilgrims is that that are bad? Freaking...
1: <laughs>
3: pilgrims are
2: terrible yeah. with
3: their
1: buckled hats. Fuck
2: their buckle hats. <laughs> yeah, fuck oatmeal.
4: Those hats.